Hi und herzlich willkommen to my podcast show, A German Girl in Hollywood. My name is Viola Sator and I'm a German-born actress living in sunny Los Angeles, California. Within this podcast, I'll be talking about all sorts of stuff that can happen to a German girl in Hollywood on her way to becoming a steady working actress, a happy human being, and most importantly, the woman I want to be. So thanks for listening and stay tuned. Everybody in Los Angeles is on a mission. How do I know that? Well, because I just spent hours at a coffee shop with a lovely friend surrounded by other lovely people, and guess what they were all doing? Yep, sitting over their laptops, writing, editing, having business meetings to get a project started and submitting to the breakdowns. I'm wondering if there was one single person in that room who was actually there to drink coffee. As a matter of fact, I got introduced to a young woman from Australia who called that particular cafe her office. That's quite an office for a young actress, I have to say. She's got a huge living room with lots of cozy furniture and a bunch of servants. But what she also had today, and I'm sure she wasn't really aware of it, was her very own... Stripper. Oh yeah. I had the pleasure of having an hairy ass poked right into my face. Great ass! While that man was trying to lean closer into his friend's computer to listen to some audio. Simply lovely. No, but seriously, while my friend was on the phone, I looked around at all the different people in the room who pretty much all have the same agenda. Making it in Hollywood. Well, one thing is uh, very clear for sure. This particular industry I'm in doesn't know any racism, age restrictions, or limited religious orientations. We come in all shapes, colors, and sizes. <gasps> what I was doing there, you wondering? The exact same thing like everyone else. Talking about some future projects, my friend and I got up our sleeves. I think that's part of the magic in Los Angeles. The energy of all these different, determined, talented people who dedicate their lives to the most beautiful, magical and inspiring industry in the world. A world I wouldn't want to trade in for anything else. Although... Oh no! A few months ago, I came to a fork in the road. What? Or a, a split in the path. Huh? Or... Uh, whatever you want to call it. I have been in the food and beverage industry for a long, long time now. And I'm probably able to toot my own horn a little bit and say that I'm very good at what I do. And I still think it's the best side job for an actor because you have all the flexibility you need to keep pursuing your career. During all these years, I have been offered management positions a few times and I always refuse due to the exact same reason that I mentioned earlier. It's supposed to be a side job and not my profession. A very good friend of mine has been managing restaurants and bars for years now and you guys I've seen her work schedule dude that's no joke 15 hour days in the restaurant are normal doing that six and a half times a week is normal too no I've been always smart enough to stay away from those positions but I did get tempted a few months ago I was serving a group of four at the place where I work now and it was clear right off the bat that this was going to be a fun table. They were very easy to entertain and clearly enjoyed my service. Turns out that one of the guys at the table was a very known German chef who owns multiple restaurants all over the world. He told me that he was looking for some help to open up his latest creation. A little German beer garden. Whoops. My ears went straight up on that one. I did my 
mention that I'm not necessarily interested in taking on a management position due to me being an actor and all that stuff and knowing how many hours a job requires. And he said, yeah, you know, come on, just, just come on by and check it out. So I did. It was cute. Still in baby shoes, but with a lot of potential. I was tempted. All of a sudden, I had all these ideas how I could take this place and bring it to a different level. After all, I'm, I, I am German and I know the culture. All of a sudden, I found myself thinking that it would be a great opportunity to show Americans what Germans are really about and not what Americans have come to believe what Germans are about. I saw a chance of getting rid of cliches and baggage. All of a sudden, I got emotional. Although I'm not quite sure if that was about clearing the slate or that very attractive man I was supposed to work with side by side. Anyway, I listened to their offer and what else they had to say and I left with saying that I would think about it. I went home. Confused. Tempted. Confused. My thoughts were racing. I had been here since six years and obviously I was still waiting tables. Maybe it was just time to give up and face reality. Maybe this was my chance to make something real out of your life. Like I'm sure many parents have said many times to their artist kids. Shut the fuck up! But this restaurant thing haunted me. It was weird. And weird things require weird actions, so I did something that might appear totally weird to a lot of people. I asked the City of Angels for a sign. Huh? <laughs> the next day, I got into my car and drove up Mulholland Drive. For everybody who hasn't been here before, it's a place up in the hills from where you can see the whole city with the Hollywood sign right behind you. On a clear day, you can even see as far as to the ocean. And between tours, sightseeing buses and sentimental locals, I was looking down onto the city, asking for a sign. Is this it? Is this it? Should I just go I with just a job, and, a job and, give and give up on what my heart has been desiring all my life? Please give me a sign, please. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I don't know what I was expecting. Did I really think I would hear a voice being carried across the sky, whispering into my ear? Viola! Viola! You're an actor! Don't give up! Be faithful to who you are! Oh, please! So I got into my car and drove back down. Somewhat disappointed in not having gotten some sort of sign, I remembered that I needed to go to Samuel French, the to-go-to bookstore for actors in LA. I remembered I had to pick up the agent book and see who's looking for what this month. I could always spend hours and lots of money in that store, but this time I was trying to avoid traffic on the way home, so I hurried up. I rushed back to the car and put the key in the ignition and... Nothing. Hmm... Let's try this again. Still. Nothing. Okay, hold on a second. What is going on here? My car always starts. So I try again, and again, and again, and again, but nothing, 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 NOTHING! It was a fact, my car wouldn't start. <coughs> oh, come oh, come on! Come on. Well, Good thing I have AAA. For my German friends out there, that's like ADAC. So I called them up and they said that they would be there shortly. Their definition of shortly was surely not my definition of shortly. It was like an hour later when 
the truck finally arrived. The funny thing was that the guy who they sent had no fucking clue what was wrong with my car. Really? How's that even possible? Aren't you? Aren't you a mechanic? Bam! Right there. So he sent for someone else that took about another hour and a half. While I was waiting outside in my car in the parking lot, something else happened. This one person drove into the other person's car. And so suddenly, it dawned on me. I was stuck in the parking lot of a bookstore for actors. This was my sign. Oh, please. Okay, it maybe is just apparent to me because I was the only one asking for one. And obviously I'm cuckoo enough to believe that stuff. But I knew it was my sign. My car decided to break down in the parking lot of the bookstore for actors. That's where I was. That's where I was supposed to be, and that's where I would stay for quite a while. And I could even take this thought a little further and claim that the two ladies who crashed into each other, you know, represent the bumps in the road. And that, you know, those bumps may come our way, but that doesn't change the fact that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Again, it might only make sense to me, but the truth is, that's the only thing that matters. <coughs> I got my sign, and I was more than happy about it. Oh, God. Dude, I was relieved. Yay! Needless to say that the second AAA truck driver didn't know what's going on with my car either. So he towed it and drove me and my car to the shop. That was one cheerful ride. The shop ended up saying that it must have been something with the fuel pump. Who knows? Oh my god, who the hell cares? Who cares? Even though there was no whispering voice carried across the sky, in my world, the city of Angel had answered my request. So, Viola, what do you think about it? Huh? Wh what? Have you been listening at all? Oh. Oh. Oh, hell yeah. As a matter of fact, I have never listened so carefully in my life. It's kind of funny. After my friend and I got back into figuring out the concept for our stuff and talking about getting a new car, how to ban the famous writer's block, planning a girl's night out, and who and what we would like to date, we had a moment of clarity. <laughs> well, clarity for our minds, so to speak. We sat there and looked at each other, and we said that in about five years, we will look back at this moment and remember that I made fun of a very old and shabby computer that took about an hour to start up, that we admitted that we liked to be taking out to expensive dinners, and that I told her that after six years of living here, I love LA now more than ever. We will look back at this very moment from a place that we had been dreaming of our entire lives. And we will say, Do you remember that one time when we were at that lovely coffee shop? In the upcoming episode, you're gonna hear some of this. And this time, I am talking about love. You're pretty much screwed right after the honeymoon is over. And some of that. Robbing me the wrong.